Hello and welcome to Fit for the Road, a podcast dedicated to making healthy choices while you're away from home. I am your host, TJ Houston, and today I share some tips on drinking alcohol, and, and that is specifically when you are in weight loss mode. So before we get into that, I want to share my weight loss update for 2019. Uh, it's something I do at the beginning of every show, just to hold myself accountable. And this year on January 1st, my starting weight was around 192, and as of this week, I'm around, after a run, I was at 164, which is the lowest that I have been Um in a very long time. So I'm excited to keep pushing towards my goal of uh, 155. So I'm within striking distance. And that's what I posted on Instagram this week, the cue the final countdown music because I am on my way. So this week I had a couple really, really cool accomplishments. Uh, number one was I ran over 13 miles. So 13, I want to say it was like 13.3. So it was like a half marathon distance. And that was my long run for the week. And that was Friday before a trade show. Uh, when I sought out to, or I went out to do six miles and about halfway into that run, I realized that I wouldn't have time Saturday morning in order to get a full 13 miles in or 12 miles, I'm sorry, 12 miles in. So I made the change, and since I had the time, I went for the uh, the 13 miles. And uh, my best friend actually ran a um, Ironman this week, so he was kind of my inspiration. Uh, Scott and Rachel uh, Kreider were my inspiration for uh, pushing through to get that uh, over and above my goal, which was 12 miles, and I ended up running about 13.3. So it was a really exciting week, the fact that I actually conquered the half marathon distance. Super, super pumped about that this episode. I'm talking about alcohol and I uh, just want to say I only had beer twice this week. So I was at conferences nonstop and uh, saw, you know, I went out one time with a friend while I was down in St. Louis and had a beer. And then um, yesterday with dinner, you know, did have a beer. And before I look back to like last year and it was, I was on the road and I swear it was like every night after the trade show, we would go and get a beer. And then every day after, you know, the next show, you know, we would go to a new city and then we would go out that night and have beers with dinner and whatnot. Uh, this year, I'm very, very, very disciplined in the fact that, you know, I'm not doing that every night because I'm focused on weight loss. I'm focused on making healthier decisions. And that's what kind of birthed the idea of this episode is just to share some tips and things that I've learned along the way to help keep that alcohol piece under control, which can be very difficult when you're traveling. And then also this week, we hit 1000 listens on the podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, that means so much to me. Uh, we're about, I think this is episode 16. Yeah. Episode 16 in, and uh, we already have a thousand listens. So thank you to you guys for you know the ones that have been with me through all 16 episodes and shared with your friends and shared on social media. Thank you so much. It means a ton, ton, ton to me. So this week I've been kind of focused on my habits and that's where, you know, in my, as I look at my day-to-day life, you know, my habits are what I really, really need to focus on as far as what do my daily habits look like. So this week I started off really strong. You know, I started my week, this was, you know, last week and when I recorded that podcast, I was very regimented and I was waking up at 5 a.m. I was doing my morning routine. I was really, because I had control of that time in the morning, which was great until I went to St. Louis. At Saint, when I went to St. Louis, A, I lost the ability to stay on schedule with a super early morning flight on Sunday, Easter Sunday. And then that week, we had to be at the booth at 7 a.m. And then we were there until 7 p.m. And then by the time you go get dinner, you're getting back to the room super late. And then you're losing, you know, I try to get those seven hours of sleep. I wasn't getting that. And then the next morning, I'd wake up at 5 a.m. But then I also had to get a run in 
breakfast and then still try to get my, you know, daily habit stuff done. And it just really, it was really difficult. So I, in an effort to not give up sleep and not be a zombie, you know, my habits kind of got pushed back a little bit. So this week I'm kind of refocusing back onto those habits. I'll have a much more normalized schedule. So my goal is to, again, focus on those habits. And that's comes from learn, reading the book Atomic Habits, uh, which is an easy and proven way to build good habits and break old ones. I've been reading that and there's so much good information about there on triggers and things like that. And I'll have a link to this book, you know, on the show notes over at fitfortheroad.co. But I'm really, really focusing on working on my habits this week now that I'm going to have kind of a normal schedule. So today I want to cover really three topics, and that is what are the effects of alcohol on weight loss? What are the alternatives to alcohol? And what are some low point drinks that can that you can have on Weight Watchers? So, you know, I you know, I do enjoy beer, I enjoy trying new wines, mixed drinks, you know, I've I do enjoy, you know, the occasional drink. Um, but I also realize that I want to stay focused on my plan. And I feel like that's a lot of people's goals that travel for work is, you know, whether you're in a lounge or maybe you get upgraded to first class, you know, there's all these opportunities to drink alcohol and it totally derails your plan. I mean, as I was doing research for this episode, I found so many things about how alcohol affects the body specific to weight loss that I was like, holy crap, like I really need to get this even more in check than I already do. So here are the things that, you know, alcohol does affect our weight loss. And number one is calories. You know, those are very empty calories. We know that even your lower calorie drinks, there's still points and calories that you could be, you know, consuming with nutritious food. So there's obviously that. Another thing is when you drink, your body focuses more on breaking down that alcohol for fuel and not the other calories you consume. So you're almost putting your calorie burn on pause because it works to break that alcohol down. So any natural burn that your body has for energy that we depend on day to day in order to, you know, eat up that fat or, you know, help us lose weight, you're it's like pressing the pause button. And as I was talking to a friend, you know, that kind of sets you back. It's about a month. Uh, it can take up to a month to kind of pause your weight loss. So I definitely want to reiterate how much even just that one drink can totally derail your weight loss. And for me, I have definitely noticed it in my body. And that's why I'm trying to you know, really, really limit the amount of alcohol that I have and then kind of reintroduce it slowly and then back out of it. It's, it's something that really, really needs that I've had to really attend to. Another thing it does is it increases your appetite. You know, I've noticed that, you know, times that I've drank, I just want to eat everything and I want to, and it's a lot of times you're at a bar, so it's not exactly the healthiest of foods that you're eating. So that can definitely derail your entire weight loss plan. It's when you're starting to eat fried food and nachos and onion rings and all those things. So now on top of you putting your body into pause, and eat drinking those extra empty calories. Now you're super hungry, so now you're eating whatever's available right then, and that's never the healthiest of foods. So you can see how that starts to snowball a little bit. Another thing that's interesting is just the amount of dehydration. I mean, if you're not drinking that water while you're drinking, your body is taking that alcohol, it's turning it into fuel, so you're, it's going to dehydrate your body as well. Another thing it's going to do is lower your testosterone level, which is going to hurt you because you're not going to be able to develop lean muscle mass. So if you are going to the gym, you are working out, you're going to kind of set yourself back there. 
like I already talked about the lack of dis- discipline. You know, you're making bad decisions when you are under the influence of alcohol. And when you're in weight loss mode, it doesn't take much to hit you. So that's one thing that I noticed is, you know, especially if you're eating light throughout the day in order to prepare for, you know, going out that night, you know, you don't have a ton of food in you and then you have a drink and then boom, you know, it hits you. And then you're, it takes you less alcohol to feel more under the influence, which means you're going to, again, lower your guard with as regards to discipline. And again, that appetite kicks in. So it happens much sooner and you start devouring food and then boom, you're off plan. And then after you, you know, have that binge night of drinking, it's really hard to wake up and exercise. And when your body is in that state, like we talked when Jeff was on the show, you know, that morning state when it's in that fasting state, the best time for that cardio, well, now you're hungover. So do you really, are you really going to go out and exercise when you feel like crap? You have a headache, your stomach hurts. However, you know, you hang over, you know, you're more apt to skip that workout. So you could see all of these things as they compound and how easy it is with just kind of our social norms that we have right now. So you really have to put, you know, put a block up, if you will, and plan for that to happen and how you are going to, you know, kind of overcome that, if you will. So bottom line is alcohol has empty calories. It changes the way that your body functions and it lowers your inhibitions. So you're more likely to eat unhealthy foods. And in the article, I also put a, um, in the blog post for this episode, I put in a really awesome article that I found on the eight ways that alcohol affects weight loss. So if you want to read a little bit more, you can find that over on the show notes for this episode, which is on fitfortheroad.co. Or if you go to Instagram, just click on the blog post, latest blog post, you'll find that as well. So let's say we are you know, going out and we know that we're going to drink. What can I do You know, when I'm in that when I get put into that situation. So what I've done in the past is I've just ordered a soda with lime, you know, soda water with lime. I get that carbonation. It looks like a mixed drink and I'm rehydrating myself and I'm, you know, staying nice and sober and ready to roll. Uh, That would be the number one. Number two is kind of set that goal weight for not drinking alcohol until you hit a weight. Cause that's going to give you that time. Like, let's say it's a five pound goal, you know, don't drink any alcohol until you get to that weight and hold yourself to that. So that way you are kind of earning that drink. And then once you get there, set your new goal, you know, maybe it's only two pounds further, you know, no alcohol. That's worked really well for me. Um, even on my 30th birthday, you know, I wouldn't drink because I wasn't at my goal weight at that time. It was 175 and I wouldn't drink alcohol. And I, you know, the people that were there, you know, they understood it was kind of a bummer uh, because I wasn't drinking, if you will. But to me, it was more important to stick to plan and make sure that I was, you know, holding myself accountable to my goals. Uh, Order water before your meal and then order a drink with dinner. I've done this before too. So instead of sitting there and just drinking while the food's coming out, what I'll do is I'll just order a water and then when the meal comes, I'll order a drink. If I really want to have that drink, whether that's a margarita with some Mexican food or if we're, you know, at a sports bar and I ordered some grilled, you know, grilled chicken, maybe I'll get a beer. But I don't, I don't order right when I sit down. I don't order that alcohol because that what that's going to do is the time it takes to cook our food before I could kill two to three beers, maybe a margarita and a half before I got my food to come out. So now I'm just hydrating myself. And then when dinner comes out, I ask myself, do I want to order that drink or not? If I do, then I'll order it. If I don't, I'm like, yeah, I got dinner. It's no big deal. A lot of times I just push it off because it's not worth it. And that's really worked for me as well. 
And finally, the last tip would be drink one-to-one water to alcohol. So if you are going to go out and drink, just stay hydrated, bring as much water into your body as you can, have a beer, then drink a whole glass of water, drink a beer, whole glass of water, make it a light beer. So that way, you know, you're not totally killing your uh, weight loss plan, Uh, but just kind of do that one-to-one. So Every time you order a drink, you order water alongside it or in between. So there's a couple of alternatives uh, that might mitigate kind of going all in on the, uh, the binge drinking, if you will. So what are some of the better options for you to drink? And this is, again, specific to Weight Watchers. And this is 100% not, I am not a doctor. I am not a nutritionist. Uh, but this was just after doing some research on the points program. And then also Weight Watchers has a document that I'll share in the show notes, the uh, happy hour survival guide. You know, I kind of pull from that as well. Um, One thing I wanted to point out too, that I noticed is let's say a glass of wine is say five points. Well, if you have two glasses of wine, you would think it's 10, but in in actuality, it goes up exponentially. So it's actually, I want to say 11, 11 or 12. And I've noticed a lot of the times with beer and things like that, it's the same way. So if you're budgeting your points for the day to have two, you know, three or four point beers or whatever it is, note that it'll probably go up. There'll be a bonus point added in once you have a quantity, a certain quantity of ounces. So definitely check that beforehand. And then... Another thing that I do, and I talked about this in the last episode, is I'll um, pre-put those points in. So in the morning, I know if we're going out um, and I'm going to have, say, two Michelob Ultras, then I will put those in under dinner. So that way... I'm planning for it, but then I also know exactly what the points are for me adding in. Otherwise, I'm you know, at the bar trying to add it and then realize now I'm over my points, and then it's like, well, I'm already over my points, so I might as well you know, keep drinking, which I don't do that, but I could see how other people, you know, I've talked to other people where that's happened to them. You know, I'm already off plan, so I might as well get back on it tomorrow. So I kind of pre-plan those points in there, so that way I know going into it how many points to budget for the rest of the day. Uh, wine is about five points. Um, the wine is easy because it's no matter where you go. I mean, it's just wine is five and there might be some that are higher and lower, but as a general rule of thumb, I've seen, it's just five points for a glass of wine. And it's kind of a nice standard, whether you're going to, you know, if you're going onto the hotel bar, you're going out for, you know, a nice dinner, it's easy to order wine. And especially if you enjoy wine, it just makes it very easy. Liquor um, without mixers is about three points. So that's, you know, your kind of clear liquors, your brandy, gin, rum, scotch, tequila, vodka, whiskey. Those are all three points um, if you drink them straight, just over ice. So what I've done in the past is done, you know, with a splash of soda and a lime. Um, Where you really get into issues is when you have add mixers. So you add the orange juice, you add the the pop, or you do like a Long Island and it has, or a margarita, and it has the Lemex, which is high, 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 high in sugar. And it's, it's so many points. That's where you really run into issues. So take it easy on the mixers, uh, specifically diet soda. I was reading some articles again in preparation for this episode And it's very interesting, once you do a little bit of research on diet soda, specifically when you're drinking, it magnifies the effects of alcohol, and you can actually do yourself more harm than good by drinking that diet soda with the alcohol. So, you know, we think we're doing something good by having that no-calorie soda, when in reality, you know, it's magnifying the effects, and it's actually, you know, it's kind of worse off for our bodies. So, definitely urge you to take a look at that if you're a... uh, 
whiskey and diet kind of person, it might be you might be better off to do the full fledged. So you'll have to make that choice after you do your research. But I found that very very interesting. And then beer, obviously, you want to stick with light beers like the Michelob Ultra. I just saw Molson now has like a 67 calorie low carb option. Uh, Corona came out with a low carb, really light option. So those. Low-calorie, low-carb beers are out there. Um, definitely urge you to push maybe more towards those if you want that kind of taste of beer, if you will. And like I said, I did put the Weight Watchers Happy Hour Survival Guide. I put the link to that in the show notes over at fitfortheroad.co. So what are our action items for the week? How can we take this information and apply it to our weight loss plan? Number one is be prepared. I talk about that a lot in this show. I, I probably obsess too much over being prepared for different things and making sure that I'm prepared when I'm put into that situation. But be prepared so that way you know what to do. And that way when it comes up, you have that trigger to say, oh, I want that you know, lime and soda water or then seltzer water, whatever that is, you know, or you're going to get that light beer instead of the regular beer, or you find out what liquor you like without any heavy calorie mixers. So just know before going into those, do your research, be prepared. So when you're put into that situation, you don't just make a bad decision and throw your weight loss plan out the window. Obviously try to limit your intake of alcohol. You know, it's not something that you should do every single night, obviously. Um, and when you are doing it, you know, make sh like I said, you know, maybe it's a goal, maybe that's the treat, maybe, you know, that's the occasional thing. Somehow you have to figure out a way to not have alcohol in your day-to-day -day diet because it's just going to put, you're going to constantly be on pause. And at that point, why are you on you know, your weight loss plan? Why are you on Weight Watchers if you're always on pause? You know, it's all good things, but in you know, you want to have it in, you know, in your own portions and not be, you know, not having too much of that. So try to limit your intake of alcohol. And if you do decide to drink, just make a better choice than you would have before you had this information in front of you. So before you might have had, you know, two or three margaritas or a couple Long Island iced teas. I know I did. When we would go to Vegas, we would be drinking Long Island iced teas all day long. And I could only imagine the calorie count of what I was consuming and the amount of sugar that I was consuming and just how horribly bad it was for me. Now it's a much better, if I'm going to drink, I'm going to have a McUltra, which again, it's not the best thing for me. I know I'm putting my body on pause, but I again make sure that I have a full stomach. I make sure that if I am going to eat, I make sure there's high protein and high fiber foods. I make sure that I am planning for when that happens, when I am in that environment, when I am in that point where I have to, or I am going to drink, I make sure that I plan for it. So I hope these tips kind of help you. If there's anything I missed, I would love to hear it in the comments below the show notes for this article. Um, again, I know with traveling and the social norms that we have, it is very, very easy to crack open that beer, or have that free, you know, that free appetite or that free wine or beer or alcohol at the manager's receptions or in first class, whatever. I know it's super easy to get that alcohol and the temptation is there. But again, sticking to your plan, making sure that you're prepared before you get into that situation, you're going to be much, much, much better. You're going to be better off making that healthier decision and not bringing alcohol and not putting your weight loss on pause and just pushing through to meet your goals. 
Thank you guys very much for listening. Thank you again for the thousand listens so far. I really, really appreciate it. If there's absolutely anything I can do for you, please feel free to reach out. TJ at tjhouston.com is the easiest way to get a hold of me. Or you can find me over on Instagram at fitfortheroad underscore WW. Just send me a message on there. I'd love to talk to you. Love to chat. If there's anything I can do for you, I absolutely will. Thank you guys very much. And I hope you have an awesome week. This has been episode 16 of Fit for the Road, recorded April 28th and published April 29th, 2019. For show notes, visit fitfortheroad.co. Also, special thanks to Ryan of Painless Audio for the production of today's episode.